Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guys, we're here for the Hollywood Life podcast, and I am here with my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hi, Ali. Hi, guys. Good to be back. Also, just as a note, as I always say, make sure you hit the five stars, comment on um, our podcast, subscribe, and just let us know what what you're loving about it. So, thanks for having me today. Well, thank you. thank you also, viewers. Now, we've got a very special guest today, and we've got lots to talk about because we have been watching her show. Can everybody welcome Pumpkin? Hello, Pumpkin. Hi. Pumpkin Efrid. <laughs> yes, yes, from um, Mama June's Road to Redemption. So we've kind of seen you the last, I guess it's been two weeks since it's been premiered. Right. Um, you know, you and your sister, you know, try to navigate life separate from your mom while she kind of tries to mend things. So, I mean, just in the last two episodes, what what's your response to just reactions and what people have been saying? Um, okay, sorry to interrupt for a second. I just wanted, so everybody can to make sure they tune in. It's on Fridays, um, WeTV at nine o'clock. Yeah. And, uh, and so make sure you guys, dial that in now okay sorry to interrupt You're okay no um i feel like the outpour of love and everything has been so great from everybody like you know the support that people show for us the support like even during mama's addiction was always just so great from our fans and honestly that's what keeps us motivated to keep going every day and continue to keep putting this on the air mm-hmm. yeah and Go we've ahead. seen we've seen like you know, the start of the show, like there's a lot that you are dealing with. I mean, you're only 21. Right. And you're raising a daughter, Ella Grace. She is so cute. Thank you. So cute. She's so smart. And um, she's four and you're having some issues with your husband, Josh, and he's living apart during the week. And then, you know, you're, you're basically raising your, your little sister. Right. Um, Lana and and then you're not talking to your mom like that's a lot like how are you coping with all of this you know it's definitely very hard but my mom always like that's where I got it from is my mom being a strong woman you know being a single mother raising four kids by herself you know even though me and Josh are going through problems we still kind of manage like we are young we are young couple we've been together since I was 15 we've been together going on now six years and like things aren't going to be perfect and the lifestyle that we've been living and the events that have taken place haven't really made our marriage like the best we've lost um, communication you know things like that along the process trying to fight for my mom back too but you know and then also taking care of Alana and Ella 
in the beginning, it wasn't easy for sure. Alana like was a complete shutdown teenager. She didn't want to talk about her feelings. She didn't want to talk about mama. So it was just kind of like, that was very hard for me, not only as a parent, but like as her sister, I don't want to see her in that type of situation or like see her mentally, like become a different person. And you know, now it's so much easier. Like Ella and Alana get along so well, like they poke at each other and they, they act more like siblings than anything. Mm -hmm. When it came to you taking Alana in, how did that happen? And was it just no question for you? You, you just wanted her with you immediately. How did that happen? Um, I don't really think that I even questioned myself, like in the moment, you know, I was just super fed up with like, mama's addiction and the drugs and all these things and it was just like overwhelming for me and it's like I didn't want I moved myself out of that situation so I know what type of situation Alana was in and I didn't want her to have to be like I wanted to protect her so like in that moment we just got her stuff and moved it to our house didn't even like think ask questions anything did you think that the situation would last as long as it has that that you'd still have Alana with you? Um, I believe that if situations were different, I don't think that I would have Alana, but in a way, like it honestly has just opened my eyes in a different type of light, like being a mom, being a sister, you know, all the things it really has been like definitely a different lifestyle for me, but I also wouldn't say it's something that's like definitely brought me down or anything. Mm -hmm. Did it so you kind of said that the events that have taken place in the last several years have been, have contributed to some issues between you and your husband. Right. Um, what was the tipping point? Would you say, I mean, was it, was it hard having Alana in the house? What, you know, what was it? Um, I think the tipping point was for me was like towards the end of my mom's addiction. She was so bad off. Like I still wanted to communicate. I still wanted to hang on to something. And Josh was just like, you need to let it go. You need to let it go. And, I think that was really the tipping point for us, honestly, is me just continuously forcing my mom and he knowing willingly, like, this is like draining you and everything. and You're not listening to me. So it was very frustrating for him. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, I mean, I, listen, both of you are very young and I mean, clearly he's been supportive in terms of you taking on Alana right. and um, all this responsibility. And do you think that um, like, that he also is very mature. Like, I feel like you're so mature that the two of you right. handling, like him understanding what you've been going through with your mother right. and having to grow up this fast. And, and then you guys having a baby at a young age, like do you view him also as somebody who's had to be much more mature than his age, like you. Right. And I think it, we kind of balance each other out. Like he, we were both mature when we met, but we were still children too, you know? And it's like now, like, instead of going out and partying in our twenties and doing what all these other ones are doing, you know, and, and I don't mind, like, honestly, like I'm much happier at home with my family than going out on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. But we did see you get all dolled up. When oh, yes. <laughs> and you still had it. <laughs> you right. still have it. Well, speaking of that too, you just lost 40 pounds. You look amazing. How did you, you do it? And, and what inspired that? I think during my mom's addiction is really when I started packing on the pounds, like between birth control and just like stress eating in general, I was eating all the time. Like I drink 
like sodas every day, all day, like never even wanted to look at water. But then after that, I started to take care of myself. Me and Alana got ourselves into therapy and things like that really started to like take control over my body. And I was like, well, me eating all this junk, like, what's the point? You know, like if I'm going to eat something, I might as well eat an apple or something. And they kind of like started those little things. And then I noticed myself start drinking more water and soda just now, but just too sweet, really. Like if I have one, I have like one a week. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw um, like on your Instagram, I think, or maybe it was on your mother's Instagram, like pick video of you working out in the backyard oh yeah that was on our show I think this past week you guys look so cute thank you but so how often are you doing backyard workouts where you're you're running um majority of the time like yeah we'll get out in the yard and like we'll walk around the backyard or like get out there and play with Ella like any sort of activity like unlike before we just kind of like laid around and was just kind of lazy because you're stressed out it's like I'm having to worry myself about my mom and everything but now like we go out to the park with Ella, like she plays and like, we'll walk around the track and you don't even realize that you don't walk two miles and you've been just talking the whole time. Right. Um, when going back kind of to your mom's addiction, um, did you, how, how did you know it was so serious? Because she, when in talking to us had revealed that she'd actually been on drugs, you know, before for a while. And Gino was the one who was like, I'm not doing this. And then they kind of fell back into it. So when did you realize it was really bad? Well, see, honestly, I didn't even know how bad it had gotten. Um, I had moved out. Me and Josh had got our own place. And um, I didn't. I knew it was pretty bad when we got Alana out of the house. I knew it was pretty bad then. Because it was like little things you can notice. Like at first, my mama never even didn't want, she would pop the locks on our bedroom doors. Like my mama has always had like an open door policy type of thing. And like, you do notice like little small things, like they put a lock on their door, they put a lock on their bathroom door. So those are like, kind of like the key things like we were looking out for. But then like, once I moved Alana out, I kind of just like cut the ties and didn't really go over there, but I still had some kind of communication with her, but it just like kind of protecting myself, protecting Alana and protecting Ella. I didn't just put myself in that situation and go over there. So no, I really didn't know how bad it had gotten until, you know, she says it. Right, right. Were you worried that she would never come out of it, that you would never get your mother back? If I'm being honest, um, towards the end of my mom's addiction, we had all kind of stood back because it was like, what else can we do? Like we keep forcing and trying. And there's literally like, I felt like there's nothing else we can do. You know, at that point we were all just had come to the realization, like we may get the call one day that she's in a body bag and we need to like prepare ourselves for that. Right. I think, you know, honestly, I think that um, every family that has a, a relative or, or people have friends that right. get heavily into addiction really can understand that feeling. I, I, I can understand that feeling right. from yeah. a past experience that you, at a certain point, yeah, there, there really isn't anything you can do. It has right. to come from them. You, you can't yeah, because I mean, we forced, you know, we forced the rehabs, um, like in the past season and the season before and she denied it. And it's like with addicts, people don't realize like, and this is like, if this was something I was going to say to somebody who's dealing with stuff, it'd be that the addiction doesn't just affect the addict. It affects everyone. Like, I mean, down to the smallest thing, as far as your pet, you know, because you may get too high one day and forget to feed your pet, you know, or something like that. I mean, it may seem small and kind of stupid to someone else, but 
it really does affect the entire family. Like I know that firsthand and I'm glad that we're able to broadcast to that to other people because even though now that Alana is going back to school and you know, everything, she's become friends with some people that they're like, Oh, my mom was an addiction and now they're doing better and they're trying to fix their relationship. And I think that's good for Alana because Alana feels like an outcast. A lot of the time she's like, Oh, well, my mom was a crackhead, but nobody else's is, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and your mom said too, that when she had finally made that decision herself to go to rehab, she texted you guys just to let you know when you all really weren't talking, but she said she would check in a lot. Right. Um, and she said, you guys didn't answer, but you had texted production. She found out and, and had asked them what, what was kind of your reaction to when you learned, you know, the, the last time she was going, um, you know, it was really like, I was kind of feeling both ways. I was feeling like, okay, I'm proud of her. But then again, I was also had the doubts because of the lies and her leaving rehabs before. It's just like, well, what's the difference with this one? You know, what's the difference this time? Mm-hmm. And because I haven't seen her, you know, in a little over a year, it is very hard to believe that someone who was a complete drug addict, as you guys seen last season, mm-hmm. um, when I sat down with her towards the end of the season and kind of given her an ultimatum, she was all shambled, her, you know, teeth missing, things like that. And for me, it's just like, I didn't. I don't believe it. You know, it's very hard for me to clinch on because I've had hope for so long. Right. With Alana, like what, um, what do, do you think that Alana experienced or what do you know Alana experienced before you uh, moved her out of her mother's home? Um, I'm not really sure exactly. Alana, like what I said, when I first got her, she was kind of like a, just a, a shut down teenager. So we never really talked about that part. But um, from like my understanding, mama, I guess, was respectful enough not to do it around Alana or be like in the room with Alana or something like that. But it's still not the point, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she couldn't have been taking good care of her the way that you need to take care of your young teen daughter. Right. I mean, Alana can cook for herself, but that's still not the point either. You know, like your mom is supposed to get up and cook you dinner. Your mom is supposed to get up and cook you lunch. Like, right. Um, and how is Alana doing now? Like you said, she went back to school. I saw you defended her a week or so ago when um, some trolls came for her and, and the way she looks. Um, can you just tell me about, you know, that situation? Um, I just like made a general post um, in general, just because it's not just one specific person and it's not just a several different, several people, you know, it's just um, in general, Alana's 15 now and the fashion is long nails these days. It is crop tops. It is the sneakers. It is long lashes or lash extensions. Right, and she's so her nails. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I don't get mine as that long, but you know, like I don't care. You know what I mean? There's far worse things she could be doing at 15 than the long nails and the long lashes. But Alana does good. Like she does good in school. She gets good grades. She makes sure of that. And I make sure of that, you know, and, but she, and she's able to be a child and be able to wear lashes and wear nails because at the end of the day, who cares? You know, like who cares? You're so practical. You're so thoughtful of her. And just in general, now the show is called Mama June Road to Mama June's Road to Redemption. And um, when we talked to your mother a couple weeks ago, she said it's still filming. Is that true? Yeah, we are still in production. Um, We are still um, filming a couple of our last episodes. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's, is it, it's really still to be seen if it is 
a full road to redemption. Right. Correct. So is there a chance, I mean, what will your, what will she have to do to get back in your lives? I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff. Um, like I've told people earlier today, mama is the kind of person who just kind of forgets all the bad stuff that happens and wants it to go back to the same. It's not going to happen like that because with addiction, it didn't happen overnight. You know, she didn't ruin her family overnight. It took a process. It took months. It took two years to know, get to that rough spot that we were in. And now it's like, I don't want to be on her time anymore. I don't want to be on her and Gino's like addiction clock. I want them to be on our time because for so long we've suffered. And now it's their time to just kind of understand, like, I need my space, not only for my physical health, but my mental health. Mm-hmm. What will it take for you to respond to her texts or her phone calls? Um, I don't know. I think it's just honestly going to take time. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Do you, um, you know, there was definitely a lot of discussion that Gino was a bad influence on Mama. She says that's not the case. What is? What do you think? Um, and what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that's another reason um, the addiction thing is hard for me because, yeah, she may have been addicted to crack or whatever else it may have been, you know, that she was using. But I also feel like she has an addiction problem to Gino as well, you mm-hmm. know, and because someone said it earlier and before I could even get it out of my mouth and they were like, oh, well, you used to be so strong and she didn't need a man and she was a single mother to four kids and like she still paid her bills and still was able to live. And that is the person that I knew and she's not that person when she's with Gino. How does she change? I mean, aside from the drug issue, how does she change personality-wise when she's with him? I think personality-wise she changes, like shuts down. She doesn't really like speak like she normally would and stuff like that. So I think it's just her vibe in general. Like it just is weird. You know, it's not my mom. That's for sure. Do you think in general, she has an addiction issue with men? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that she does. Like she can't quit her various husband's boyfriends. Right. With them. And they seem to have a lot of control over her from just watching the show. What's it like before, like, Gino? It wasn't like that. No man controlled her. Like, she told Sugar Bear what to do. Like, anybody else, like, she put them in their place kind of thing. But with Gino, it's just so different. Like, he tells her what to do, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And so would it take even that relationship breaking off for you guys to... I mean, that would be great. That That would be great for me, but... You know, doesn't seem like it's going to happen so far, at least. Right. From yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it is either. And I think we all just have to come to the realization, like, apparently he is going to be a part of mama's life. But to me, it's kind of like he's a temporary person to me. Family is forever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the end of the day, if he decides to leave or they split up or whatever, 
she's only gonna have us right it's true um what are you hoping for you know the next final episodes that you guys are filming I mean what would you you know like to play out if you had it um just everything that addiction does have consequences because you know like with my mama's health issues that popped up in the last couple of episodes um there's that stuff. Mama thinks that, you know, oh, I can be an addict for a year, year and a half and not have no repercussions. And that's not the case. You know, like you're definitely going to have repercussions as much as they were using, as much as, you know, they weren't getting sleep and stuff like that. That stuff catches up with you in the long run for sure. And what about you and Josh? Do you think Josh is going to be able to get a job closer to home? Because that's really hard too, him being away all week. Right. I truly hope so. But the pandemic is also a crazy thing right now. So it is a lot more complicated than just being like, Hey, I'm going to just go get another job. But for now, I think we're just going to have to tough it out and just figure it out. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we always do. Um, and (laughs) I wanted to ask this and you guys might be like totally out of this life now, but would Ella ever do pageants? Would you ever want to get her into some toddlers and tiaras? Um, she's done a few pageants, but like I've seen Alana do that. I've seen her like bought up in that life and just even other kids like being bought up in that life. When we're at pageants, it's like, mm-mm. like Ella loves it. Ella enjoys it and, I, and it is fun, but it's super expensive. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I think people think that you can make money doing that. Obviously not. (laughs) Right. You spend more money than you make. (laughs) Right. All the costumes, the hair, that, um, do you, what would you like to do both differently and the same about raising Alana versus, uh, not Alana, Ella versus how you were raised? Um, I like everything, you know, my mama, like everyone's like, oh, well, it's the addiction. You know, that was the rough part. It's like our entire lives. We didn't live the worst childhood, but my mama lied to us. She said things, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that with Ella. Like I have, I literally, and I live by that. I do have an open door policy because if Alana feels like she needs to come and talk to me about something, I don't want her to feel like I'm going to yell down her throat and she not be comfortable enough to come and speak to me about it. Same way with Ella, like, I want her to be able to come to me and be like, mama, this happened, or mama, I did this, and it's like, okay, I'm not mad, but we can work through it, or like, if it is something bad, it's like, okay, we're gonna work through it, consequences are consequences, you know? Yeah. What, um, when you say your your mother lied to you, what kind of things, besides the, the drugs, did she lie to you about? I mean, you know, it could just be little stuff, like, say for example she could have bought a carton of expired milk and she's like it's not expired it's just like the little things are me like over time they obviously add up it could be bigger things but I can't think of any of them like at this particular moment but you know even the smaller things it's like why do you have to lie about the small things you know like something so little as milk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does it is it does it does it become hard to bring consequences and just kind of like the hammer down sometimes when you have to go into like mom mode for Alana like how do you switch from like mom to sister mom to sister it is very hard because like if Alana does something that she's not supposed to do it's like then I have to be mama bear I have to be like well why did you go out and do this and then Alana looks at me crazy because I'm supposed to be her sister 
and not her mom. She's like, well, why are you yelling at me? And I was like, because like, I'm not your sister right now. <laughs> right. Uh, that is hard. What do you think is the secret to your marriage with Josh? Like what brings you, what brought you so close from 15 years old and on that this is still a relationship? You've got your ups and downs, but it works. Um, I think it's honestly all the stuff that he's like been through, witnessed with my family. Like my family is a hard pill to swallow. Addiction, no addiction. So First of all, that's how he won me over was being able to actually be around my family for longer than 30 minutes. But honestly, <laughs> it's, it is just the stuff that we go through. Like at the end of the day, it could be the worst thing in the world. And we still come together at night. We still give each other a kiss. We still say, I love you. And no matter how bad the thunderstorm was that day, like at some point in time, it's just like, well, the rainbow's here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're friends as well as husband, wife, like as right. well. Like as I don't have, I don't really hang out with anybody. Like mm-hmm. if I gossip, I gossip to Josh. If I got something to talk about or like with my mom, like even though he may not want to listen sometimes because like I get it. He doesn't want to see me. I want to hurt again with my mom and things like that. Right. Or like if I tell him about like, okay, well, like the addiction process is like, you know, hurting me. And, you know, like, even though he doesn't want to hear it, he is still very supportive. Mm -hmm. wow has COVID affected the relationship at all in a good way or a bad way like your at-home life I honestly feel like it's affected it in a good way because now we're here all the time we're able to just sit on the couch and you know watch a movie or you know actually take in the quality time because it's not the money you spend on going out on dates or anything like that it's the time that you actually get to spend with somebody Mm -hmm. love that and in terms of Ella, because of COVID, has she been able to go to a nursery school at all? Or is it hard? Um, she her? actually just started preschool um, okay. two weeks ago. Yeah, so oh. she just started. And she loves it. At first, she wasn't too sure about it. She was like, eh, I don't know about me. But <laughs> she went all last week and uh, she went today. So, Oh, that's so, that's so cute. <laughs> it's like she's already so big. <laughs> no, I can't believe she's four. She's three. Three. She'll be four in December. Four in December. I cannot believe it. Does that ease things up or take a little bit of pressure off you that she's at least away for how long is, is preschool? Is it like two, three hours? Oh, no. They're actually there from, I drop her off at eight and then we usually pick her up about three, three thirty. Oh. So that's a nice little break. I'm able to go yeah. grocery shopping. I'm able to get my nails done or something without mama. I want my nails painted too. <laughs> How do you feel about having other kids and when, when you might be ready for that? I mean, you know, we've talked about it and, you know, I always kind of jump back and forth between it because Ellis almost four now, you know, she'll be four in December and it's just like, do I want to start over? Do I want to, you know, and honestly, Ella has been there through everything and it's kind of been our light through that. And, you know, maybe one day again, maybe not, I'm not really sure. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you're so young still. Like, right. You can wait a long time. Right. And then decide if you want to add to your family. You've right. got plenty of time. Yeah. And there's just so much going on within your family right now that you probably want to like settle before adding anything right. to the mix. You don't right. want to be pregnant. <laughs> so, what can we look forward to in some of the upcoming episodes? Um, I definitely think that you can look forward to, like, you'll see more of the consequences of addiction, you know, like, especially with Mama and Gino and, you know, their previous charges in Alabama for the um, possession and things like that. I definitely think that is something that you guys can look forward to, because like I said before, you know, consequences do come with addiction with within it or after it, you know, they still kind of linger around. And I also think like you'll obviously see more problems with me and Josh, but you also see like us trying to work through it. You know, like everybody doubts us, um, you know, like an older crowd. They're like, oh, well, you're young, you know, you won't, you won't make it. And it's like, we're trying to beat those odds. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Paul, you. thank you so much for joining us today. It was such thank a you. pleasure to chat with you. You seem like you're doing really well. Um, and we just hope that you know, there's a happy ending for all of you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's what everybody um, look forward to watching the show. Mama June Road to Redemption on Friday nights on WeTV at nine o'clock. Amazing. And talk about addictive. It's an addictive show. Right. (laughs) Good addictive. Good. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.